Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, we're taking center stage. Introducing NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of Black-led stories from NPR's podcasts. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. The memories of Joyland live again. I'm Tom Shine, and welcome to The Range. Support for The Range comes from McCowan Gordon Construction, Fidelity Bank, and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Coming up, an artist who draws inspiration from an unlikely source. There's like three main things that I feel like relate to each other that I like. Jazz music, painting, and then basketball. But first, when Music Theater Wichita presents Cats next week, the stage scenery will be different from any previous performance. This one will feature iconic pieces of Wichita history, including a certain roller coaster that once soared high above Joyland Amusement Park. Suzanne Perez has more. In the world of Broadway musicals, Cats is a classic. Normally, it opens in a junkyard amid burned-out cars and overturned trash cans. Are you blind when you're born? Can you see in the dark? Cats of all sizes and colors crawl out into the night. They sing and dance around the stage. Music Theater Wichita has performed Cats before, but the production that opens next week, the final show of the 2023 season, will look different and yet somehow familiar. We thought, where else could this be set that Wichitans might connect to more? That's scenic designer Jordan Slusher. And that's when the idea of setting it in Joyland, which is a place that generations of Wichitans have a connection to, came up, and uh, we followed that idea. Music theater's latest version of Andrew Lloyd Webber's classic will be set in the ruins of Joyland, Wichita's once iconic, now abandoned, amusement park. Joyland opened on South Hillside in 1949 and thrilled crowds for more than a half century before it closed in 2006. After it closed, fires and vandals destroyed most of what was left. But Joyland and cats have something in common. Nostalgia is a powerful force in theater, says MTW Artistic Director Brian J. Markham. And when the curtain rises on the recreated remnants of Joyland, many audience members will light up. I think this adds just another level of excitement to the production. And when we mention it from the stage, you see those emotions and those memories come back, and it's fascinating. The centerpiece of Slusher's set is a broken and battered Joyland roller coaster with its huge first incline dead-ending into a full-moon sky. Slusher says it's the perfect setting for felines to frolic. We could create areas to climb on and different levels for cats to move about and create really interesting opportunities for staging. Down in the Century 2 paint shop, Sidney Hagen is putting finishing touches on one of the pieces while welders work on the steel coaster next door. I had never heard of Joyland until I got here, but I've done a lot of research after seeing this design, and it's really incredible. After Music Theater of Wichita completes its run, the Joyland set will be preserved and available for other companies to rent. Markham loves the idea of a piece of Wichita history on the music theater circuit. They'll be getting this 
roller coaster and all the signage and all of the great Joyland paraphernalia and memories too. For The Range, I'm Suzanne Perez. Cats runs from Wednesday through Sunday next week at Century 2. For more on this story, go to KMUW.org. Artists are well known for taking inspiration from other artists. But what if you're a painter inspired by basketball? Sheldon Draper says the flow and energy of the game is similar to a jazz group and he consolidates those ideas into his paintings of jazz musicians. Torn Anderson talked with Draper for this month's Artworks. Well, I think there's like three main things that I feel like relate to each other that I like. Jazz music, painting, and then basketball. Because if, if you think about like a basketball player, there, there's a lot of creativity that goes into that. You gotta like find the open spaces, you gotta like, you know, there's, you're working on these set of moves, set of things, and then just the, the opportunity presents itself. You kind of have to just naturally and automatically just there's a lot of action and reaction the same way like i put a mark down the next mark is there a reaction to that last mark i put down it's like this constant like push and pull and it's kind of like that with music like there's like the horn player does something so like the piano player responds i don't know i think there's a lot of that in my work too so this watercolor piece was featured in the national exhibition at mark arts for uh, watercolor painting uh, I was listening to a lot of the album uh, Kind of Blue by Miles Davis, and the piece is actually titled Kind of Blue. It's kind of like a guy at nighttime in like a cityscape background where there's all this like busyness around him. Like he's just kind of in the middle of it, I guess, kind of finding solitude and just stopping uh, just I don't know, for a smoke break and just, I don't know, probably thinking about life or something. The music usually has like a a lot of influence on what I'm working on, you know, kind of sets the mood and like the, the energy and I can kind of, you know, match that and put it in a piece. I do listen to it like a ton of music while I'm uh, painting, so it can, it can incorporate like hip hop, jazz, like punk stuff, but I'm like drawing like the skulls and that, you know, that type of stuff. But that's kind of like intentional though, like I don't know, I'm listening to this, so I want to draw this and like, it's, they kind of like go hand in hand. Uh, my music collection is I basically it's made up of like a bunch of records and a ton of CDs. Got like a Thelonious Monk album here, uh, Monk's Blues, Miles Davis, Complete Birth of the Cool. And there's a lot of improv, a lot of stuff like just happening on the fly and like so. And that, I feel like that's you know how I like to work is just kind of just putting stuff together and kind of just pulling it out of nowhere, but it's not out of nowhere because it's like this buildup of years and practice and expertise that gets you to that moment to where you can just kind of, where it feels like intuition takes over. I feel like I can hear that in the music and I can, it feels like a very similar process of when I'm like painting. Painting is just the easiest way for me to um, put everything I'm learning about studying and like feeling into like, uh, into a piece and paint about it. And I feel like it's more fun to paint a jazz musician than painting a painter. Torn Anderson explores the local art scene every first Friday. An exhibit of Sheldon Draper's work opens today at the Mulberry Art Gallery. And one last thing. My wife and I celebrated our wedding anniversary this week. In 1985, we got married at the Lahaina United Methodist Church in Maui. 
just Sharon and me, the pastor, and two older women who live behind the church. They acted as witnesses and also managed to snap some photos for us. The church was built in 1922, and its exterior was like a cozy bungalow, white with a blue trim that matched the color of the nearby ocean. Today, the church is a pile of scorched rubble, a victim of the devastating wildfires that swept through Lahaina earlier this month. The photos of the destruction fill me with great sadness. But the congregation is meeting again, and it intends to rebuild. The church might be gone, but faith is not. Thanks for joining us on The Range. Our producers for this week's show are Beth Collet and Jonathan Huber. Our digital producer is Hugo Fan, and Torn Anderson composed our theme music. The executive producer of The Range is Fletcher Powell. I'm Tom Shine, and this is KMUW, NPR for Wichita.